Here we are then. It's Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. A day of rest and relaxation. Absolutely. Day for, in pyjamas. For us, it is Sunday, but it's Sunday at like 4am <laughs> in the morning. So uh, we're going to upload this straight after we've made it. And then we're getting on a plane. Yeah, we are. We're going all the way to the Caribbean, man. Caribbean queen. So it's very early hours of the morning and we're sitting in, what would you describe this? It's it's a hotel uh, and it's supposedly, theoretically, a very lovely one. But what I'm looking at, Natasha Lamb, is two beds pushed together <laughs> to make one bed oh, with yeah. a double mattress on. The plug on the wall has gone slanted, not straight. And um, there's towels everywhere, and I'm not really sure why. <laughs> not only that, but there's some weird tings and dings and dongs and twongs going on. I have three words for this room. Go on. Springs. Yeah. Basic. Yeah. Tropical. Basic tropical springs. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> this is a basic room. Not a cheap room, though. Not a cheap, but it looks cheap. Yeah. The bed is springy. Uh-huh, I'm uh-huh. not going to sleep well. Well, I didn't sleep well, should I say. And there's a tropical picture frame, and I don't know why. No, I'm not sure why either. I, I'm i not enjoying the pipes. There are... Pipes? Yeah. If you look to your right, there's just two oh, big yeah. pipes. So uh, we had a little nap. We tried to have a little nap before the show yeah. this evening, and I didn't get to sleep either, which was annoying. Um, where the heater's been just screwed into the floor. <laughs> it's just been screwed over the carpet. So Bob's just brung that in. The heater doesn't, the doesn't even work. Nope. We're like in the motel. What's the motel called from that horror film? Bates Motel. Oh, American Horror Story. Yeah, I'm going to add some oh. haunted, scary, spooky music underneath this, Tash. Do you like the towel um, sculpture that I did over there? Yeah, yeah. What Tash has done is outside the bathroom door, there is what can only be described as <laughs> um, a hook, I guess. It's almost like a bent coat hanger stuck into the wall. And Tasha's taken a towel and just draped it over in a kind of ghost Casper-like formation. So if you was to have had a few beers, which we haven't, but you might wake up in the middle of the night and be convinced that there is a ghost in the house slash hotel. um, It looks like a droopy elephant. A droopy elephant. Do you know what happened the other day? Tell me. We was backstage and the stage manager was there, the band manager was there, some members of the band... And there was a, um, a hoover, a standing up hoover, a big one, mm-hmm. and a kid's coat, an orange coat hanging over the top of the hoover. Oh, right. I shit myself, <gasps> turned around, jumped back, hit my head on the clothes rail <laughs> in front of everybody. And that was the first impression. That's embarrassing. And you only get one chance to make a first impression, Tash. And you absolutely cocked that one up. That's your only thing, isn't it? Yeah. I said once upon a time, accidentally on stage, well, that's a raw cock up. And uh, that's just stuck. (laughs) It's now in our everyday vocabulary. It's a thing. Apparently, I can't say that word. Vocabulary. (laughs) Is that it? I'm not sure it ends with Larry, but yeah. Vocabulary. Vocabulary. Right, so Tash... Um, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. We're going to have an all-nighter now. We're sitting here with our coffees in our hands. Can I ting the mug? Oh, ting, ting. Not really. I'm trying. Oh, we go. Ting. There's our coffees to keep us awake before our big drive to the airport. Uh, should we say where we are? We are currently in the Isle of Wight, <laughs> aren't we? Why are we so far away? We've got to drive to London soon. This is long. Early morning ferry. Drive from Portsmouth to central London. Get on a plane. Fly. Also, may I add... <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. We didn't even realise we were in the Isle of Wight. Oh, this was annoying. So uh, we haven't even gone to what's on this week yet. Um, we looked at our sat-nav, which we always do the night before. Yeah. And Tash said, I think we're in the Isle of Wight, babe. And I went, no, 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 no. 
we're in a really nice fancy event arena uh, in, in Portsmouth. And she went, oh, all right. Yep, cool. <laughs> then I put it in the sat nav this morning and there was a lot of water. <laughs> we were like, what is this water? I was like, I'm sure I seen that yesterday. Yeah. So we, but how good was my driving? Very, very good. We made it. We made it from Northampton to Portsmouth in record time. Mm -hmm. We got there 10 minutes before we was due to go on the ferry. 3.50, the ferry leaves at 4. We plough to the front. I was overtaking the whole way, driving like I'm in top gear. We get to the man. He's got his high vis, his little jacket. He goes, hello. I'm like, hello, mate. I need to get on the ferry. Really busy. Things to do, people to see, tech runs to do, illusions to unload. <laughs> Sorry, it's full today. Oh, you have to get on the 5 o'clock. <laughs> so we just drove on it. We just drove on it. <laughs> we didn't give him a chance. And you know what? Sorry, mate. I can't really hear because I'm, I'm a bye. I just bye gotta gone. go gotta yeah. go see ya so then we just snuck on and we got on there admittedly we was very close to the back of the boat <laughs> yeah. but when we're on we're on exactly we're on top deck having a coffee mm-hmm. um so yeah should we talk about this week yeah yeah let's talk about this week okay now you know where we are and what we're doing should we also say that we recorded this podcast about an hour ago and then we realized that i might have accidentally moved the phone to a location where you couldn't be heard tut, tut, tut. <laughs> that's all i've got to so say so i've had to change everything or else it wouldn't be spontaneous this so, really is a sleepless night i know so podcast two coffee seven moving on so um, we've said tomorrow we go to the Caribbean, that's going to be fun. But we've been to the Caribbean many, many times. We have. Um, I think last year we went to the Caribbean seven times. Uh-huh. So we thought and figured we'd tell some just quick Caribbean stories. A few okay. things that's happened during our time in the Caribbean. And uh, let's begin that now. So the very first memory that came to mind when I thought about doing this was the time that we arrived in the Caribbean at about 2, 3 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And as we got there, we always get picked up. So a man or lady waits for us with a big sign. It says, The Conjurer on. We're there in our suits and shades, trying to look like we're James Bond. (laughs) We meet the man, shake his hand, have a little chat. We get in his car and off we go. May I add that that sign is normally spelled incorrectly? It's always spelled incorrectly. (laughs) It's been Pomolomeroy. It's been Pomadingadong. Every, I mean, it's never been correct. I love it. I that That's what makes me excited when I get off that plane. The highlight, just to, to see. see that sign. But sometimes it says lamb. But like L-A-M. Or L-A-M-P. <laughs> lamb. <laughs> so uh, so we, we get off and the man goes, oh, lovely hotel. So we're in the car and he's telling us this hotel is in the middle of the rainforest, Tash. It's in a forest. Beautiful. Ooh, Bear grill style. Yeah, yeah. So we've got about 30 minutes from the airport and literally there's palm trees above our head. Yes. Beautiful. It was nice. Outdoor huts. And we get there and uh, there's nobody there. Everything was switched off. Yeah, and when we say hotel, it's not like a, a generic, ordinary hotel, like an English hotel. There's no waiting room, lobby, reception. Nope. It's just a hut in the middle of a hotel. In the middle of a rainforest. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the taxi man who was lovely stayed and waited with us, luckily. Yeah. But we could hear the crickets and the chirps. And uh, we was there for ages, probably about an hour. Luckily, the taxi man knew the owners, so we phoned them. They came down, let us in, and that was a crazy night. Yeah, not much sleep that night either. No. Do you want to tell everybody mm-hmm. about our very first time ever? in the Caribbean, where we stayed in the most beautiful hotel, but it unfolded quickly to go from the most beautiful hotel to a scary hotel where things went wrong dramatically. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so this was Aruba and we were obviously very excited to go along to Aruba and spend the night um, and we got there and it was very lovely. It looked like a lovely hotel. The view was incredible. We went swimming in the sea. It was gorgeous. And then on the evening, uh, we met up with some people and we had some drinkies. And I thought, you know, we've got to get up nice and early in the morning to do our show. So I thought, I'm going to go to bed at a reasonable time. Sensible. Sensible, yeah, I am. Natasha, sensible, lamb. Or lamp. Lamp. <laughs> well, I went to bed and I said, Matthew, stay with the lads, you know, have a good time. Have a couple more babies. Uh, yes, he did do that. So I went to bed. Now, I've got on my mosquito band. I've got on my mosquito spray. I'm all equipped. Bear in mind, I left it out like a good fiancé for Matthew, girlfriend at the time. Left it out, um, left his little band on the side to help him. I went to bed, lovely, no problems. Matthew comes stumbling in, and by stumbling, I mean hitting every single wall, hitting into the door, came in, and what did you do, Matthew? <coughs> I'm so sorry, I was drinking coffee. I didn't know you was going to ask me a question. Did they put you on the spot? I thought you were telling a lovely story. I was listening. I was drinking coffee. You asked me a question. I nearly choked and died. Um, are you okay? I'm, I'm good. Um, so you missed out a few bits. Yeah. So we'll get to the ending in a minute. Uh, we met up with Peter Piper and Rudy West, two comedians. And I've noticed that comics like to get me drunk. It's just a thing. Or maybe you just enjoy getting drunk with comics. Yes, yeah, so we'll explain how it worked. We arrived at this hotel and Peter Piper, look him up, he's, he's a comic. And Very funny. Yeah, he's great. And he's one of those people that, well, you just got to be around him to experience him. Being with him is like, it's unbelievable. Uh, maybe we should do a podcast of Peter Piper stories one day. Oh, we might need a few. Yeah, so he is um, a sort of middle-aged man. He's got like a grey beard that curls up like a little moustache. And uh, let's just say, he said to me, uh, hey man, uh, do you want to go swimming in the sea? <laughs> He's uh, not a surfer. Yeah, but let's for this story say he is, um, <laughs> because I can't do any other accent. <laughs> so, um, so I was like, yeah, of course, I'd love to go in the sea. And he's kind of got that surfer vibe, hasn't he? Like, he's quite free-spirited. And uh, yeah. so he goes, I'll tell you what, man, I'll go and get changed and I'll meet you here at 14 o'clock, right? <laughs> so, um, so he comes out in just black speedos. So that was, tiny, that was a shock. Tiny little panties. It was like, you know balloons that you get at kids' parties? <laughs> Imagine that you just cut the scissors two holes into a balloon and stretched it over your body. That You can't not that see it. That sounds horrific. I've got my hands over my eyes right now. Yeah, so he was in a black pair of them and he was like, yo, man, let's go in the sea. It's so totally vibing. So, uh, <laughs> so we went in the sea, right? And he's awesome. And we was in the sea and it was warm and it was lovely and it was the sunset. Tash came in looking like a Bond girl. You were there on the beach flicking your hair. And we just surfed around a little bit, just swam. And, and we were chatting. There was no surfing. I don't know why I said it. But the sun was setting. It was gorgeous. Then he was like, yeah, man, I've got to get changed. I'll yeah, meet you man. in the bar. So went to the bar. Now, in the bar, word had spread that I was a magician, right? Bearing in mind, this does not go down well in the Caribbean. No, next point. Oh, right. I was excited. <laughs> I went and got staple guns. Yeah. <laughs> I got the full show. So I'm doing hypnosis. People are sticking to chairs. Well, turns out they believe in voodoo. Burn him. Burn him. That happened. Stick. Yeah, people were getting angry quite quite fast. So we had to explain the situation about we was doing a show, getting on a, a big cruise ship, etc. And then, well, things changed. They loved us. I'm now doing a show for these people. Everybody's watching. The hotel's got free entertainment. There's some jokes being told. 
and we get free drinks all night. <laughs> Guess 12 o'clock, Tash is going to bed, Miss Sensible, well, apparently, yeah. 12 o'clock in the Caribbean, rum o'clock. Party time. P-A-R-T-Y, because I've got a deck of cards in my hand. So the <laughs> cards go away. Yeah, half three in the morning, I was doing rum shots. Oh, don't even know what it was. Wow. It was like milky. Um, um. Good. So I, <laughs> come I on. It's called a, a screaming orgasm. Really? Yeah. I had so many screaming orgasms in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> and how many Glad did you have? you did. Good. So, so then so I came back to the room and then carry on the story from when I got into the room yeah. after stumbling, banging and bouncing into everything. Matthew decided to wrap himself in a mosquito net. Clearly that's clever. No, you're not meant to wrap yourself in it. You're just meant to hang it. Mm. I mean, this isn't a good sign anyways when there's mosquito nets. Oh, top tip, we've learnt this. If you ever go to the Caribbean, um, if in the hotel you see pictures of nets, or sometimes I'll take the nets down, but you can see in the roof the little holes where the nets hang, don't book it. Don't go to that one, no. Because, basically, Matthew had wrapped himself in the mosquito nets um, with the mosquitoes. And, because I was a bit tipsy... They apparently, that thins your blood or makes your blood sweeter or oh, something. The man was telling like us in that. the morning. Bad. So their mosquitoes loved your skin. I honestly, so I must have trapped five or six mosquitoes <laughs> under this net with me all night. And they had a feast. It was an open buffet. They, I woke up and it looked like I had marbles under my skin. Like Reptile Boy was now crawling through the Caribbean. Peter Piper had the same thing didn't care black speedo still on he's in the hot tubs he's stretching i'm sure he was showing them off at some point oh they're on his facebook probably his profile picture (laughs) Um, so so that was that was the drunken night in the caribbean um but it was fun so you were wearing jumpers every day in the caribbean that was annoying so i had to borrow hoodies that was the same cruise by the way where um a guy said to me who worked there if you're listening you're a dick so we was backstage and, and he went um oh mate I've been on this cruise for six months. I'm on it for another three. I ran out of all of the things that I've been watching. I don't have anything left. I don't have any episodes or, or any... Pro- anyway, it's a big stop, stop story. And uh, I'm getting annoyed, Tash. It's not even that segment of the show. So I said to him, out of the kindness of my heart, don't worry, mate, I've got a two terabyte hard drive. That's it's got large, very large. Yeah, yeah. It's got over 70,000 films on, episodes, it's got you, documentaries. You've, you've been collecting them over years. I worked in Cyprus when I was 18, right? Mm-hmm. I transferred films over from then yeah. to last year. So it's like 12 years of films and collecting and everything. Uh-oh. All the musicals, every musical you could ever imagine was on this. Legally Blonde. Everything. Yeah. Like Love Never Dies, but 17 versions. I had foreign for everything, right? So he borrows it, yes. brings it back next day. He was annoyed at me, the cheeky prick. He said, he went, mate, just to let you know, um, your hard drive doesn't work. So uh-oh, that's uh-oh. annoying, if anything. I put it on and basically he's never gone it. So I tried hours, if anything, couldn't find anything. What he'd done is put it into his computer and obviously the little option come up and it said, do you want to rewrite this hard drive? Just click yes. Ouch. Deleted everything, Tash. That's everything. Well, yeah. If anyone listening knows how to like rewind and time, or if anybody back. out there's got like an extensive film collection, because we spend our life on the road and we haven't got any films anymore. We'll pay you. Well. In coffee. Yeah. Or love. Or or or. Or. We'll just give you a shout out on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah. So if 
Um, if you do have any of the above, music, films, videos, <laughs> or and I lost all my pictures. So that was oh, sad. Memories. No, I love pictures. Midnight, oh, not a sad. That was memory. All right, oh, moving on. So, um, oh, let's do a little this. Who's your favourite Grizabella? Sorry? Good. All <laughs> right. Now, um, everybody in the Caribbean yeah. seems to think that they've been in the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> film and they're either A, related, or B, best friends with, with Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to say they've that. They've all stayed on his island, probably been in hot tubs, speedboats, steam rooms with him. So, Tash, tell the story. I'm going to have some coffee. Well, there's many a story about Johnny Depp when you go to the Caribbean. As soon as you hop on a board, hop in a water taxi, they're right there. They're telling you, my best friend, Johnny Depp. And when... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Where are they from and how old are they? Go My in. best friend. <laughs> Elderly. <laughs> but yeah, so everybody knows Johnny Depp. and you Caribbean. Can't... No, Caribbean. I've got it. So no matter where you go, no matter who you speak to, if they live and or work in the Caribbean, not only can they get you, like, hookups. So yeah, I'll Skype Johnny Depp for you. And it turns out to be their friend Pete with some dreadlocks who looks nothing like him, but he's got an eye patch on. And, like, that's what... It's unbelievable. But they all say they've been in the film. So they say, have you watched this film? Yeah, I'm in it. We're like, oh, right, great. Um, Also, I do have a fun story about Johnny Depp. One good story is, and this is true, um, because I trusted this lady. She said... Where was this lady? In the Caribbean. Sounds legit. On a boat. (laughs) This lady um, said that she was working around the film set, so she wasn't in the film. Oh, yeah. This was good. We went to see the locations. Yeah, and she looked... St. Vincent? St. Vincent, yeah. And she looked after the crew, and one night, Johnny Depp got absolutely mortal. That means drunk mums and dads, boys and girls? Yes. (laughs) And he fell off the boat, and they all had to go and rescue him. Yep. In boards, and they had to go and put him in his bed. Yeah, that's I very think that's true. That's quite hilarious. So there's a bit, and I'm not sure what <laughs> parts of the Caribbean film it's in. I think potentially three, but it's where he's running on the beach and he's got a barrel. Yeah. He's like in a circular, almost hamster wheel made out of wood, oh, yeah, and he yeah. runs across it. Well, we was on that beach. That's right. And on that beach that day, he was getting given rum because the hotel was just behind it. Yeah. He got wasted. They had he to did. stop filming, take him back, look after him. Johnny Depp's a real life pirate. What a great story. So that lady saved Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's cool. Because he, I mean, what could have happened? But she was really nice. Yeah, she was lovely. And by the way, that day, I didn't have a great time because we went out on the boat and we were allowed to swim. Bear in mind, there are hundreds and thousands oh, wow. of jellyfish. Like... Sorry, but what? You expect me to swim in that water with all them jellyfish? Okay, so wait. Twice. Once in Dubai. Yeah. In Dubai, we was in a place called um, Sabanias Island. Sabani. Right. And we got on the boat and there was, and I'm not exaggerating. No exaggeration. Hundreds of thousands. thousands. And it was the same in the Caribbean. I don't understand it. But you cannot see the water. No, for these jellyfish, it's it, dick. Yeah, like it's hard to explain, but all we can see is white jellyfish on top of the water. Yeah thousands and thousands it looks like it's been snowing on the sea yeah literally but you don't get this when you go to spain do you no i wouldn't i've never nobody tells you about you might get it in spain i've never seen it i've never seen like hundreds and thousands like i've seen jellyfish but not like that many so many is it almost as if they're breeding constantly (laughs) they're constantly like oh i haven't got enough jellyfish children let's pop another one out i'm not sure that's how it works (gasps) don't jellyfish have our seahorses 
What? I think seahorses, I'm probably completely wrong. <laughs> We're going to get tweets. I think seahorses come out as male <laughs> and then change to female. I think you're correct. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, Tash, we have got over 200 listeners. I'm doing a happy dance. I'm doing a happy dance. So I'm not going to give any more updates because I feel like I gave an update because I was proud of 80. We've yeah. now hit 200 and I'm just excited to see what happens. But we've kind of got like a little audience. Hey. I'm excited. Thank you for being Hi, part of it. Hi, everyone. And also we can see on the analytics who's listened to everyone. Yes. Over 75%. So make sure you're following and subscribing, guys. Yeah, and we're going to sort of branch this off and do other bits, but we're loving this. It's like our topic of conversation in the van, and now things happen, and Tash wants to tell me about it, and I go, no, 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 save it for the podcast. Yeah, you do. And keep listening, guys, because we might have some television stories very soon. Uh Yes, we have... Should we just do a little plan? Let's do a little plan now. We'll tell you our life. So um, we have... I didn't think I was going to share this on the podcast. You're looking at me like, shut up, Matt. I would like um, to keep the secret. <laughs> I'll uh, give an overview. So myself and Tash have been working together now for about two and a half years. Yeah. And we're now at a stage where... So when Tash first started off, she didn't know about magic. She's an incredible dancer, an actress, and a phenomenal singer. But magic wasn't her love or interest or hobby. She watched it and enjoyed it, but never was in it. So then you have to go through a period of learning and teaching. And to be fair to Tash, she jumped straight in the deep end. Thanks. You did. The first trick that you ever performed was in a venue of what size? Was it like 3,000 people? Yeah, 3,000 people on stage on your own without me. And you did like a six minute trick that got a standing ovation. So you nailed it. Thank you. No worries. But then from there, we went on this massive journey. And like you learn 20 years of stuff in like two years. I've got to tell you, it's a lot of pressure, you know. Yeah. And I am the first one to admit that I'm not very easy to work with. (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad you know that. No, I love you very, very much. But we definitely separate work our business yeah. and our relationship and yes but that hasn't been easy to do really. no because i'm amazingly like anal at this kind of stuff yeah because it has to be perfect it has to be everything and every single so now anyway let's just skip forward because it's the full long story but now we're <laughs> at a stage where tash is like as knowledgeable and she knows things that I don't know because she's researching and learning on her own and not only that she's got this business acumen that I definitely haven't got and Tash has the ability to no matter where we go and what we do she has these conversations with the people that we're working for and she's got this sort of personal connection and touch which is paramount to what we do so anyway moving forward thank you Matthew no you're great but (laughs) Tash now is doing her own routines, yeah. Uh, which I'm not going to say what they are or yeah, stuff, yeah, but yeah. they've been custom, whatever, doesn't matter. But Tash is now performing a lot on her own. So, sure. we gave ourselves three years, three. which is about six months time, mm-hmm. and then the ball starts rolling. Yeah. Um, and listen, let's just underline this now. TV isn't necessarily the best avenue or option. Myself and Tash are very, very, very blessed and very lucky to say that each year we perform in between 30 and 50 different countries. Last year, we did 312 shows, and uh, we couldn't be more blessed or more honoured. And uh, we're always on stage, and we love it. We love it. Right, let's move on. Vatash, I'm very proud of you. Thank you for all your hard work, and you're amazing. Oh, wow. You do love me. Oh, I like you. You're all right. Uh, <laughs> you made me coffee. Talking of magic, this is a good segue. Seg- this is what's happened this week. You're using uh, the word segue instead of segment. 
Is that good? Yeah. Love oh, it. Learning. learning. Do you know what a podcast makes you do? It makes you think about your speech more. Oh, yeah. it does. So, Tash, I have been receiving, for the first time in about five years, mm-hmm. magic parcels. You love a magic parcel. Babe, I forgot how much I love a magic parcel. <laughs> so, I don't really watch magic. Um, okay. It isn't really... So, I love magic, yeah. but I love magic... That's sort of hidden and little secret gems. So I never watched BGT or any of those kind of shows. Fallers I love because it's all original, whatever. Yeah. But I've now, because we've been learning our brand new show, having to buy new things. Right. And in the process of buying new things, I've just thrown in a few tricks. Ooh. And the feeling of when you get a package, it's like Hogwarts, like yes. Harry Potter style. You get a man at the door knocking. He gives you a little parcel wrapped in brown paper. You open it, take out the bubble wrap. Oh. And there's 15 tricks. I wish Hedwig would bring them. Oh, yeah, the owl. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, that would be cool. But I love that feeling of having a custom, ready-made trick. You Ooh. open it and you just are ready to go. You put on your DVD and you learn it. It takes me back to 20 years ago and I love it. So now, once a month, yeah. I'm going to get a magic parcel. That's quite interesting. Not to perform these tricks to like people. Yeah, just, just for to, yourself. Yeah, just because it's fun. That's cool, because a lot of people listening will be like, how does he learn his tricks? Yeah, so books, DVDs, and I spend hundreds of hours writing. Scripts, for me, is always the paramount, the most important. I get yeah. the narrative and the story, and then we find the effects to fit. The magic, to me, take it out the show. The show should be as important with or without the magic. Um, but it's been great. Tricks that I would never perform to people, but I've just sat there and gone, oh, look how this works. That's amazing. <laughs> You're impressing yourself. Yeah, and I've loved that. Love it. So magic parcels. Tick. I'm 31 soon, so if everybody <gasps> was in the magic... 31? All right, move on. You're getting old. So do you know what I read? <laughs> yeah. I read a very interesting article the yes. other day. I mean, this is the longest open we've ever done, but a very interesting article, and it said that the the majority of, like... Not not stars and not celebrities, but people that are successful mm-hmm. find their fame yes. between thirty three and thirty six. Wow! Yeah, really. Yeah, people like J.K. Rowling, Ricky Gervais, like lo- lo- so many people. But there's such a huge volume of people that are even older than that. Yeah, and the thing is, what's so lovely about what we do mm-hmm. is the older we get, the game changes. Oh yeah. And for for me, there's two ways of going. Imagine. A six-year-old mind reader. Yeah. Imagine a kid to walk out on stage <laughs> holding a balloon in his hand in, in, in old Victorian clothes, yeah. one down light, some underscore, and he goes, tonight I'm going to read your mind. <laughs> You're in. That hook is so strong. But on the flip side of that, imagine a guy who's probably in reality about 70, yeah. but he looks about 95, right. and he's old and withered in a rocking chair. Ooh. He's got a lantern next to him, and he goes... Granddad. Yeah, and he goes, through my 95 years of experience, from the wars that I've fought in, yeah. I've learned the ability to read your mind. It's not a trick, it's real. And you're in. That would be cool. So, what I'm trying to say is, there's no time capsule. No. You've, the, got, the, like, you've got all the time, I feel. Yeah. You shouldn't restrict yourself to time. And I've just got to say, this industry keeps us young. 100%. I am happy we're in this. Yeah, and there's there's amazing acts and amazing performers all around us. And and that's lovely because magic's in such a good place. Yeah. But I kind of feel like we hopefully transcend the genre into different avenues and to other things. Mm-hmm. Which we're going to show very, very soon. Oh, righty, righty, yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on. So, um, Tash. Hi. Next week. Next week. I'm going to give you a clue of what our podcast is going to be about. 
Bright light city gonna set my soul is gonna set my soul on fire. All right. So next week is going to be a Las Vegas special. I think we're going to do a one hour show and we're going to talk about our favourite shows, our least favourite shows, the best things to do, the worst things to do. And we're going to broadcast this live. Live. Literally live. We're going to not even do anything. We're going to hit record on our little Podbean thing yeah. and it's going to go straight on, straight out straight into the out ears. There. From Vegas. From Vegas. Yes. Yes. Can't wait. We've got some very exciting things and very exciting stories. We might even have some guests. We won't. Will we not? No. I'm sure we can find someone. What about Elvis? Oh, well, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh Gordon Ramsay's out there a lot. He is out there. So he was there when we were last there. He was. We had dinner in Gordon Ramsay's burger restaurant and it was incredible. Wasn't it nice? I 1000% recommend Gordon Ramsay's fish and chips. Oh, oh, I forgot about them. They were incredible. And that day, because Gordon Ramsay was in It was fight night. It was the Conor McGregor Khabib fight. Yeah, uh, from that the was crazy. It was mad. It spilled out onto the streets of Vegas. Yeah. We were sitting there eating our food. Yeah, but because Gordon Ramsay was in Vegas, they were given like freebies. Yeah, freebies out in his restaurant. So Massive we, bits of fish. Yeah, so we went down. We only ended up buying some chips. Just walking down the like, street. <laughs> the best chips. Just stayed around, and they were giving us what was them free desserts. Do you remember? I do remember. They were so nice. They were like soufflés, mm. but in between, like a strawberry, but like mm. a. Uh, um, a strawberry had been cut very finely and then it had what can only be described as a bun but it was a bun that when you put it in your mouth it melted yeah but it seemed to like it was almost fish and chips dessert yeah do you see what I mean yes so we are going to be going back and forth to Vegas quite a bit this year and uh, if you have any Vegas questions we can tell you how to get free drinks a yeah. free helicopter flight that yes. I have um, and other stuff ask us any Vegas related questions and we will answer them at the end of next week's show live live from Sin Vegas. City oh. <laughs> never mind <laughs> damn it we tried alright so Tash let's hey. move on to my favourite segment actually it? it's I've noticed. Have, Have you, you noticed? noticed? You can start. I've noticed, Matthew Pomeroy, that I have not lost my engagement ring recently. You haven't lost it once. Ten out of ten for me because I'm keeping it on my finger, I'm looking after it and I haven't lost it. Guess what happened earlier? What? Talking of your engagement ring. Yeah. I signed a card from us Yeah. and just instinctively right. I wrote Matthew Pomeroy. No, I wrote Matthew and Natasha Pomeroy. Oh. Didn't even think about it, it just happened. That's cute. So you haven't lost your ring, I'm very yeah. proud of you. Thanks. It's been on and also I noticed you've been taking it off and then putting it back on and keeping it sparkly you see it's still sparkly but the woman did say you could dip it into the liquid and that would keep the sparkle need some liquid then yeah just water oh right <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it's not it's some like ointmenty stuff that you get from the the shop well we'll let you know about that when we yeah. find out okay well that's very very good and i'm proud of you for that Thanks. Um, i've noticed that tash i've what? got a problem what's the issue i might have to go to coffee rehab you're drinking so much coffee. Oh, my mum's got a coffee machine. I brought it for her for Christmas. I think Maria Pomeroy is the reason why we're drinking so much coffee. Tash. That... Because she loves it too. Yeah, but listen, she's got that espresso dolce cabito oh, vito hilito. Yeah, that one. Well you put nice. your little pod in, it goes all milky and frothy. Takes about 20 seconds. It's the... Pu- Sorry, we love Italy because in Italy they do 
like warm coffee, coffee to go. Warm Give me a coffee. coffee. It's not boiling hot though, is it? Oh, right. It's I can't good. drink hot things. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. Like asbestos mouth. How do you get something <laughs> out of the kettle and just down it? <laughs> Unbelievable. So I have to wait about 10 minutes to let it go warm. Warm to hot. Yeah. Right? But this coffee machine makes it warm. Yeah, it's not too hot, is it? So I can just down it. Oh, it's nice. Easy. A few chocolate sprinkles. Yeah. And now, so wherever we go, I've got one right now. Wherever we go, I have to get a coffee. I've got all the cards. Starbucks, Costa, all of them. them All All of them. McDonald's as well. We get coffees. (laughs) Yeah, we do. They're not as good. No, they're not as good. But apparently, Mm -hmm. I've heard that the uh, coffee connoisseurs believe that Starbucks coffee, the beans are burnt. Really? Yeah, I think so. What's your favourite? Starbucks or Costa? Go. Starbucks, 100%. Ooh. Caramel Macchiato. <gasps> so I do like that one. And I love, I'll tell you what I love, what? I love the ice ones. But it's got to be in a hot, a frap, yeah, but in a hot country. Top tip. No, not top tip. Fact. They stopped serving them. In America. Oh, right. Because they were too big, too many but calories. in England, I went to get a large. <gasps> it was in England, you're right, I'm yeah, sorry. and she went, no, sorry, we don't, we can't, um serve you a large it's against the law it was against the law to I give mean, me a large i mean maybe the frat. starbucks law yeah there was some sort of law because it's got so many calories in i felt so embarrassed i was like oh yep so well, i'll just get like a green tea then yeah but when we are not in england when mm. we are stateside or somewhere yeah. similar we get the extra large fraps <laughs> And they're like buckets, <laughs> yeah, like KFC buckets. A horse could feed from it. But to be fair, we'd probably have that instead of like a lunch. Yeah. Let me go on to my, um, let me just, oh, let's let's segue. Segue. Uh, into what's annoyed you this week. Yeah. Tash. Hello. This kind of links into what you've just been talking about. Why? I love a takeaway, don't you I? You do. So I have a very oriental palate. Yes. I love, my favourite food in the world is rice. Yeah. If I went on the celebrity jungle, give me all the rice. I wouldn't be complaining. You would love that. Oh, wow. Give me a tin of salmon, some rice. Mm. Oh, mate. I love salmon. I love rice. But sushi, Tesco's has got a sushi section now. Very nice. Yeah. But you, every time I say, and my grandma very often, you're looking at me like, what are going to say? Yeah. My grandma very often says, should we just get a takeaway tonight? Yeah. And I like egg this on because in the morning. Egg. <laughs> in the morning, I go... Oh, Grandma, do you want a cup of coffee? I've not had a takeaway in a while. Leave it for a do few hours. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it gets about four o'clock. And then I'm like, Grandma, have you seen that documentary on telly? It was all about, like, Indian cuisine. <laughs> Planting seeds. Then it gets to about seven o'clock and she goes, do you know what? I've not had it in a while. I go, what's what? that, Grandma? What is that? What? And she goes, I've not had a, a, a takeaway. I'm like, I'll tell That's you what. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subliminal. Working perfectly. But when this happens, and it is quite often, I must admit, you say... Oh, baby, I don't want a takeaway. I just want, I want a quiche. I'm more than happy to go to the shop and make myself a salad. <laughs> I'll just have a little salad and some pasta. But then, what? this happened yesterday. Yeah. You had about 16 bits of cake, 14 biscuits, Coke, yeah. coffee, chips, dips, Doritos, crisps. Weekend, isn't it? Yeah, but listen. Treat day. Yeah, but why can't you then have a takeaway? Well, because if I've had all that bad stuff, sometimes I fancy, you know, a bit of veg. But why don't you just have veg and then have your takeaway? Why don't you get up in the morning, have some lovely porridge, then have an apple Mm. for lunch, then a takeaway for your dinner? Sounds good. Well, no, it doesn't sound good, actually. I... This might sound weird, but I'm one of those people who absolutely loves veg. I love salad. Yes, I eat bad stuff as well, but (laughs) honestly, if it was up to me, I'd I'd have salads all the time just because I genuinely love them. 
Yeah, you do love a salad. That is true. Yeah, I just love the taste of it. So to it's compensate, so I bought you one of the. You know when you can get like the onions and the cucumbers and the tomato. Yeah. Seventy five p. Yeah. Stuck that on your rice. I was happy, more than happy. Happy life, happy wife. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got one more thing that annoys me. Uh huh. Different coloured picture frames. Oh. Really frustrates me, Tash. Yeah, we was in uh, a big hotel, and you, cream and brown and black. And white picture frames in mm. one room makes my eyes go mental. Well, and, unless you have them in sort of an organised structure, you know, and it's quite artistic. Yeah. If it's all kind of match and you can get away with it, but not just like, you know, that you just need to go Don't get chrome, then bronze, then black, then white, then pink, then all. Bronze, oh, no. What are people doing? I don't know. And different sizes, man. Yeah. I mean, it looks good in some... I'm sure, I'm sure... People are going to tweet as a picture and go, look at this. And it will look incredible. Yeah, so, sure. of course, there are like exceptions to this rule. Yeah. But the majority of people go, I've got this picture X, poster X, certificate X. Sod it. Let's buy a frame. Yeah. And they forget what frames they've already got. And nothing matches. Oh, no. It's a patchwork quilt of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Need to call that. Right, Tash, have you got a funny story? A funny story. Oh, yes, I do, actually. So we do travel a lot uh, for our job. And last year, we were heading to Norway. I love Norway. Expensive, but beautiful. Yeah, it's the only place I've ever heard silence. That sounds ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But we took a private car to the middle of, like, a mountain that overlooked an ice lake. Mm -hmm. And it had eagles over it. And I couldn't hear a thing. Sounds ridiculous. But how often do you hear nothing? Like, not a tick, not a breath. They say that. They say that you never, ever hear silence. Yeah. Because when you you do actually listen, the more that you listen as well, when you're quiet, the more background noise you can hear. Yeah, and it really hit me. I got out of the car and I went, there was nothing. it is peaceful. And and I could go like that, like I could click, and it would, would like, um, reverberate. Yeah. Off the mountains. Wow, it's a beautiful place. I yeah. definitely recommend. Um, so, yeah, we went to Norway, luckily, for our job. We were doing our show out there. And a couple of hours before we got on our flight, I thought, oh, I'll just check Matthew's suitcase, make sure he's got everything. Thanks. And Mr Pomeroy had packed nothing but tiny little shorts and vests. Yeah, but not like Speedos. For winter in Norway. Got it wrong, didn't I? Very wrong. Yeah. So, we... We travel a lot, as Tash did just say, and occasionally, well once, I packed the wrong case. Now, we was in Norway for 10 days, and I had some cut vests, yeah. some shorts, and some flip-flops. Yep, you did. Nothing but flip-flops, may I add. Mm. It was an error. It that was a was big a error. big error. I was freezing. Made me laugh. This was like a year and a half ago. I've yeah. still got a cold. Yeah, you did. You actually did get a cold from I was that. poorly. And you were asking me, oh, how have I got ill? Uh, have you seen what you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I did get some weird looks, didn't I? Yeah. But, uh, so I was ill, I was in bed, and uh, you found Big Phil. Now, Big Phil is an Phil army... Campion. Phil Campion. He's our pal. He's a, he's an he's a ex-army... You talk about the story, I'll find out exactly what he does. Yeah, he's often on Sky Sports, and um, you'll see him on there. And he, wow, what a man. I mean, I tell you what, we should get him on this podcast, because he's got many a He story. is currently touring in theatres of our friend Paul Eastwood. Yes. And if you get a chance to go and see him, do. Oh, he's awesome. So, so interesting. And Matthew is... A little bit scary. Just a little bit. He's very big. Uh, Matthew is poorly, and I thought, you know what? I want to go climb that mountain. I'm sorry, Matthew, I've got to go. 
see you later, here's a limp sip. I met up with Phil Campion on the way because he'd actually done it before. He'd stayed out in Norway, um, I don't know whether it was to fight or some sort of survival thing, and we climbed up the mountain together, Took must have took about three or four hours, got to the very, very top, seen the view, incredible. And on the way back down, uh, Phil decided for some reason to, to walk behind me, so he walks behind me, takes me out, literally, I'm falling down this mountain, and luckily I managed to stop myself and grab onto a tree, and he manages to stop as well. Yeah, he is an SAS legend, I'm That's reading it. this from yeah. a Daily Star, uh, just the first one that came up. So, SAS legend who was part of operations in Sierra Leone, Northern Ireland and Bosnia, and many, many more and he's one of the most highly sought after, like highly ranked. It says sought after, but I think the word is terrible. What it means is in the whole army, he's one of the most respected. Wow. Now, we got him drunk. And we got him drunk. Very, very drunk. Yeah. And because he was drunk, in the middle of our show, mm-hmm. like 15 minutes in, I see like an eclipse as the lights go out and big Phil Campion's walking towards the stage. You can't miss him. No, because he's big. For, I mean, he's not fat. He's just no, big. He's, just he's big tall lad. and muscular. Yeah. yeah. And he comes up to me mid-show and goes mate i got you one of my books i've signed it i'll leave it on your table then he went back to his seat but to be fair we did want that book and i'm not going to argue with him no thanks for the book pal (laughs) (laughs) i read it as well very good book also available on audible it is we have no sponsors uh we should uh please get in touch (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh, now i've lost my page so tash i've got an embarrassing story come on then Alright, we did a high profile show with many a celebrity and uh, this was in London at the uh, Royal Palladium. Is that what it's called? London Palladium. <laughs> I mixed the Royal Albert Hall and the London Palladium together because I just looked at our Cirque du Soleil picture on it's, my desktop. It's early slash late. Yeah, it is. So anyway, at the London Palladium, I'm going to keep this to a brief story. And uh, we was there and there were celebrities everywhere and we was about to go and do our tech. Mm-hmm. So we got on stage and they do a thing called an outfit check. And oh, basically yes. what that means is they want to see what you're wearing just to make sure it's okay on the cameras. Now, I was wearing a grey suit that had tiny little squares on it and it made the camera image go blurry so producer runs up to us and goes oh we're really sorry um it's now 5 45 you're going to be on stage at about quarter past six could you run to oxford street grab a suit just grab one and then just come back well tash went straight into businesswoman mode like yeah of course we can are you um have you got an email for the invoice who do i who do i send that to is that for you or have you got like a manager whatever tash sorted all the finances out and we ran through london from the palladium to oxford street went straight into a suit shop not a cheap one there wasn't many cheap ones there we went in found a suit i'm like right that's the one it's gonna look good grab it grab the suit We explain to the man exactly what's happening. He comes in like a private guy who comes into the dressing room area with you. I'm saying to him, mate, these trousers, they are too small. Here's what we're going to do. Grab me some trousers. I'll put them on. Just take another set of items to the till with Tash. Exactly the same. She'll pay for them. We'll go to the theatre. Save time. He throws me another pair of trousers over. I put them on. Suit on, shirt on, waistcoat on, jacket on. Off we go. Racing. Back through London, through the rain, back to the Palladium. We get there. The producers are waiting for us. Right, Catherine Jenkins has just gone off stage. You're on next. Off we go. Just before we walk on stage, um, quite a famous face goes... Mate, um, what is that on your trousers? <laughs> and basically, you know the big white security tags? Yeah. That was on there. Oh, no. 12 minutes on the palladium, on the 
on the most famous stage in London. Maybe the world. Yeah. Looking like a knobhead. <laughs> I wondered why it beeped on the way out. But oh, too busy running. Yeah, to be fair. Luckily, the jacket covered it. But, I mean, I still felt a bit self-conscious. They must have thought, this guy's just robbed some trousers from the very expensive suit store. Yeah. But, I'm sorry, if anyone watched that and went, what? <gasps> After that show, yeah. we walked back and got on the tube. Oh. Carnage. Carnage. Everyone was stopping us. Whatever. Doesn't matter. That was a fun night and a good show. We had our five minutes of fame, didn't we? We did have our five minutes of fame, Tash, and we loved it. We did. Never again, but yeah. it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Now, um, have you got... Um, a gone wrong story this week. Um, gone wrong? I've got one. Oh, have you? Yeah, at the start of our show, yes. three years ago, so just before you joined the show, okay. if you remember, I would start the show with a big a wooden table, mm-hmm. and it was stage left, and it had playing cards on it. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the show would start with an opening video, yes. a minute long, and it would tell the history and the story of me. It would have baby pictures all the way up to now, to me being an adult backstage getting oh, ready. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Then Nature Boy would play There Was A Boy, a very straight, that one, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll do this, what I thought was a beautiful ace routine. It's the most complex routine I've ever learned. Smoke was in the cards, aces appeared and vanished. But, little magic secret, pulling back the curtain, those cards, what? in a certain order. <gasps> shock horror, <gasps> right? But they had to be in this order, a specific order, because I wasn't looking at the cards, I was just counting and doing sleight of hand and moves, etc. Yes. So, the video is about to end. Please welcome to the stage. The Conjurer, Matthew, stage crew guy, taps me. Oh. Goes, mate, just to let you know, um, it's fine, don't worry, don't panic. Uh, your table, I knocked it over, uh, your cards <gasps> fell on the floor. And they all went everywhere, but, but it's cool because I've stacked them back up, put them back on the table, and uh, good luck, goodbye. Go. Oh, great. So I had to improvise, Tash, to a minute and 43 seconds. I actually watched this show. I remember. What, that actual one? Yeah, and I was thinking, what is he doing? Yeah, so I made the aces appear. Yeah. The smoke happened. Then I couldn't make them vanish. <laughs> it still looked good. It just looked different. Yeah, different shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it did. It looked, the audience wouldn't have known. Yeah, but to you, I bet you were like, OMG, panic, yeah. panic. Proper panic. Yeah. Now... We have life's big question, Tash. I love this. Yeah, and then we're going to go on to some Twitter questions. Okay. Now, I've been noticing, as if I've seen a bit distracted, I apologise, Tash. I've noticed I've made an error. What have you done? I screenshotted some Twitter tweets. Okay. But I've screenshotted the question, mm-hmm. not the person. Well, that's wrong. Yeah, so I can't give shout outs <laughs> to the people, but I've retweeted them. So if you go on my Twitter, you can see the tweets because okay. I've retweeted. So I apologise. We will do that... this correctly from the next episode. Yes, we are learning as we go. Talking to learning, microphone on the way. Yeah. We're going to sound so podderific. Crisp. Yes. So, Tash, uh-huh. life's big question. Oh, okay. Ready? Ready. Is. Is. Big Brother. Okay. Watching you. Yes. Oh, straight question. in, not even messing around. Absolutely. 1,000%, a million percent, in fact. They're watching me, they're watching us, they're watching everybody. Do you want to elaborate? Yeah. So, uh, prime example, the other day we were talking about um, specific tarot cards. This is actually mental. Yeah. And I didn't... Well, does my laptop have a microphone? Yeah, it must do for Skype and stuff. But there, there is no way that it was engaged or on at this point. Surely you've got to, like, access it. Yeah. Okay. The laptop was on the table. We were just sitting there having a, a brainstorming chat about the new show... And we said, 
How cool would it be if we got some custom-made tarot cards? That's all we said, and that was the first time we'd had that idea. We had never thought of it previously. Never searched it. Nope. I went on my laptop, and up popped, pop up, customised tarot cards by them here. Yeah, and honestly, we use what? the internet for our job a hell of a lot. Yes. And I've never seen that before. It's not a generic pop-up. Um, no, that was really that's weird. weird. Yeah. But other things have happened to me like that before, but I've just thought, oh, I've probably researched it before, probably searched it before. But because that was so sp specific, and I know that I've genuinely never researched that before, what? They must be listening. Yeah, and tell the story about the Vegas app that you got. Oh, yeah, and then I downloaded a Vegas app. I, I looked at the reviews first, five out of five, very good app. And I downloaded the app, and as soon as I downloaded it, my phone started to glitch, and it came up with a message saying, do you want this to override all your other apps? No, no, no. I clicked no, but then my font size started changing on my phone, and things started like to be organised in a different way. Um, so it was almost like as if someone... I don't know, was overriding my app and my phone. Right. Weird. Yes. So, I'm going to read you this um, direct from Google. Yeah. It says, meaning of Big Brother is watching you. Okay. The phrase refers to the government's surveillance of the people with listening devices and cameras. <gasps> In a totalitarian society where Big Brother is the head of the totalitarian regime. So, what? basically, I think that... We're thinking about it on a quite a linear level. Mm -hmm. We're thinking in terms of we say things, devices record it, it gets sort of monitored. Yeah. But sort of escalate that idea and broaden that picture. And do you think that people are tracking your every move and keeping tabs on what you've done, where mm -hmm. you've been, what you've texted? So... So not just specific people, yeah. not somebody spotted that Leonardo DiCaprio's done something wrong and they're no. now tracking him. Do you think that somebody somewhere knows everything about you and cameras are constantly watching you and all of those things are being noted down and documented mm. so it could be used against you at some point? And everybody then has the notoriety of where you are. Oh, I don't think of it like that, but that has opened a can of worms. Um, but I actually think that no, it's just more general, and I think it's just for research purposes. Right, okay. Uh, so I don't think they're specifically watching me. So more like advertisements, people trying to sell you stuff would use that as a technique oh, to, yeah. to channel the advertisements to the right things for you. Yeah, it's all money. But you don't think that some people might be watching, not maybe you specifically, no. but us as a population with with means of controlling us mm. so for example we go on stage to a thousand people yeah larger smaller and we we plant subliminal messages yes from the underscore to whatever we do there's moments in that show in our show where we know that we're going to get the audience with something they're not expecting uh -huh. do you think that's happening so it's kind of veered from the initial oh, question a little bit but do right. you think that the things that are put out and they're there in the ether things that are around us are all there well, to control us. I suppose that's the news, isn't it? So whatever goes on the news, you're going to take it for fact. Yeah, now we've gone... Yeah, we've definitely gone from away from the original question, but I guess it ties back when you think, is that media, whatever it is, whatever form that's in, newspaper, however it's being sort of pushed onto us, yeah. is that Big Brother who's doing that 
to influence us? Well, it could be. I do agree with that because if someone wanted to control um, a large, large um, amount of people, I mean, that's the easiest way to do it, right? Yeah, because you could find out exactly what people are thinking, what they're searching, what they're talking about. Yeah, oh, there's all that. And then the manipulation is so easy. Yeah. Because if you hear two people talking and you know what their end goal is, what they want, yeah. you just phrase everything that you say to lead up to that yeah. to get them to do what you want them to do via what they think they want. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, head, head guy, whoever that may be, if, if he or she want us to think something I, could, I think it could be very very easy to send a message out just like this coronavirus for example it's the message i mean of course it's real because it's happening to people but let's say for example um the coronavirus isn't actually that it's something else but they're just telling us that's what it is yeah so it's in so i agree there's some country in the world and i want to say china but i'm probably wrong so i'm not going to quote it but there's somewhere maybe korea somewhere where they don't show media oh okay so all the media is literally it's it goes through a channel a filter system Whoa. so they won't show certain things oh, okay that they're not allowed to so um i don't know anywhere near enough to be talking about this we'll in any talk about detail. That next time. It's interesting though, right? Yeah. So they're only allowed to see certain things, so they only learn and know and have exposure to certain things. So that then could change a whole race and breed like it's crazy. That could change everything, couldn't it? Yeah, of course it could. They didn't know specific things. Yeah. Because if you only see and hear certain things, then your eyes and your mind isn't broadened to a bigger spectrum of things. Yeah. So you think differently to everybody else. Wow, that's weird, isn't it? Crazy, right? I love these big questions. Do you want some more questions? Yeah, go on. These are our Twitter questions, Tash. Oh, thanks, guys. From the unknown or girls. The un- Do you know, when you say to people, to a group of people... Yes. I went over tonight to four very butch ladies. Okay. Right? You and, did? Yeah, for the close-up magic before right. the show. <laughs> and they had, like, rainbows on their arms and stuff, tattoos. Aww. They were all lovely, right? Yeah. I had a drink with them. Really, really nice. Nice. Ten minutes at a table. But I made a mistake. Uh-oh. I said, hi guys, how you doing? Right. And one of the ladies went, um, we're not guys. Oh, really? But I didn't know it was a thing. I think that's, I say guys all the time. I said to so. everybody, hi guys, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. If I approach a table, Just I guys. say, hi guys, I'm your magician for this, whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. But I always say guys. I do, yeah, to well, ladies as well. And like, I? I diffused it quickly. But but I was just thinking, how many people do think? Hang on a minute, I'm not I'm a guy, not a I'm guy. a girl. Because I guess guy means man, doesn't it? I guess so. But guys then, and dolls. For us, in our way, guys has just become like friends, like pals. Hi, pals. Yeah, yeah but if we're doing shows for older people, that is why. Yeah, that's it. So they think they think you're calling them men. I think so. Hi, men. And I mean, they had like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because they were both. No, listen, listen. They had braces and they had like I'm not on I'm not but they were lovely. Yeah. But you know Dennis the Menace's hair? Oh. Like right. black and spiky. Yeah. They all had that. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was like a Dennis the Menace convention and I didn't get an invite. Um <laughs> Just don't call them guys. Oh uh, and one this is a bit weird. One had on the back of her phone. Yeah. You know when you have like water and mm-hmm. the water's got glitter in it? I've seen that before. It was a naked woman. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it was like fully closed. It depends. You get a Blackpool, you turn it upside down. Oh, yeah. I kept looking at it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. telling you now. So you're telling me you were looking at a naked lady. So she went, look at my phone, look at my phone. Because I did the trick with the phone, right? Yeah. So I borrowed the phone. I've got the phone in my hand. I did the trick. Good outcome. I was like, oh, what's this? Mm-hmm. She's like, watch this. Turned it around. Naked. She did some magic herself. Better reaction than my trick. Oh, maybe you need to get one of those. Well, I've ordered one. So <laughs> It's on the way. I've ordered many. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. Uh, this question is from, I don't know. Unknown. Thank yeah. you for sending the question. My favourite question, by the way, is, are you related to Brian Pomeroy? What? <laughs> no Who idea. earth is Brian? Didn't retweet that one. Okay. So, okay. What or where is your dream place to perform? Oh, wow. Big question. I don't know the answer. These are quick fire, though. I don't know the answer to this, Matthew. It's I'll answer mine. You think about it. My place is very, very simple. The Royal Albert Hall. If I ever get on that stage, I can retire. I wouldn't because I love my job. But if I could walk out onto the Albert Hall stage mm-hmm. and be in that environment, very close behind this Shakespeare's theatre at Stratford-upon-Avon because it's beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I mean, you've got bigger places, MSG, etc., which are yeah. legendary. But for me, with the heritage and the history, it would have to be the Royal Albert Hall. Boom. I would actually like to say that little theatre in Cornwall. The Monarch? The Minac. Minac. Because it's just beautiful. I feel like there's so much history and there's a sea literally around the theatre. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I mean, wow. If you just Google it, Minac Theatre, have a look. But you do get a lot of people that think they're like part of Shakespeare's, the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah. And they pop down and they're doing full like monologues, aren't they? And they're loving it. Yeah. Screaming, crying, bringing yeah. the fake skulls from Halloween. Yeah, they love it. But yeah, so uh, the Minac Theatre is beautiful. Good yes. choice. Uh, and the seas directly behind it. It's just and in some productions, they have boats. Yeah. Great. I just find it interesting. Okay. Who? I feel like I should maybe have saved this because it's such a good question, but we can always come back to it. Just do a quick fire, right? Who would be your dream dinner table? Okay. So it says here next to it. Five guests, alive or dead, love your pod, keep up the good work, hope to see your show soon. So who would be your dream dinner table, five celebs, alive or dead? Okay, go. Holly Willoughby, Fern Cotton, Katniss Everdeen, uh, Tom Jones and and The Rock. Wow, that was really quick fire. Thanks. I mean, it could be alive or dead. Oh. Um, They're all alive. uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Now... Good choices. Yeah. I like what you've done. Oh, actually, instead of The Rock, maybe Marilyn Monroe. Oh, good choice. I'd like to see a skirt do that. So would I. Yeah. What are you talking about? What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, good. Uh, Mine's slightly different. Slightly different? What? No, slightly different. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, uh, mine would be uh, the three biggest names in show business, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley and Darren Brown. No, David Copperfield. Oh, good choices. Maybe Darren, that's a toss-up, that's a tricky one. No, wait, if I can have anybody ever, alive or dead, ever, Ever. in the history of the world... Michael Jackson. Excuse me, that's amazing, but I forgot somebody. It's amazing. Who I love. Who is it? Lady Gaga. Oh, Gaga? The Rock can definitely go. I've done magic for Lady Gaga. Yes, I know you have, and I didn't get to meet her. She sounds astonishing. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, yeah, she's really small, and she was two hours late, and her horse is shit everywhere. Oh, um, great. But she was nice, actually. She was Good. all right. Um, didn't love the magic though. <laughs> she just, you know, she's her own person. Didn't hate it, but she just was a bit blase. Yeah, she probably she wouldn't want to react. She is the showgirl. Oh, she, she won't steal her thunder. She literally went, oh. 
That was astonishing. Wow. Then she walked off. That is a good cause. Bye, Gaga. Um, yeah, so, good. I think that I have to add a woman to, what? like, because I've got five oh, men. Oh, right, to your dinner party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it as we were talking about Gaga. I think okay. I need to add a woman. Add a woman? Yeah, so I'm going to go for the Rat Pack. Um, I'm going to go for Elvis Presley. And? Can I, can I come back to it? Oh, yeah, is that all right? Anyone. I haven't got no. I'm struggling. Oh, okay, yeah. I think we'll ask you the next question. Yeah. Then we'll circle back. Okay. All right. The next question is, what do you do before your shows? What do I do? Um, well, to be fair, in an ideal world, I quite like to have a really good stretch and a really good warm up about forty five minutes. But that never happens. We normally just eat a curry, have some food. Have a chat, have a cup of tea, and go straight on stage. Tash, how relaxed am I? Really, really relaxed. Let's have a little nap. Yeah, it's like two minutes to walk to the show, and Matthew's still not in his suit. I'm panicking. I'm still not on for another ten minutes, and he hasn't even got any suit yet. No, honestly, I'm just blasé. Like I love it. It's my favourite. But sometimes it's only when I hear the inner world <laughs> entrance where I'll go, "Oh, we're doing a show now." Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. good. Um, yeah, so I'm still looking for a woman, Tash. What in, about in so Pamela, many ways. Would you say, like, Pamela Anderson? No, I wouldn't. What about the Queen? I've seen that video. She didn't put a lot of effort in. What um, about Katniss I... Everdeen? Then I can meet her too if you... Mm. Actually, hang on. What? Me. No, I mean, it's got to be... Oh, it's got what? to be a good choice. Um, what about Sharon Osbourne? No, why would I want to meet Sharon Osbourne? Alicia Dixon. Met her. Did magic for her. Uh, she yeah, went, oh, you're a gorgeous young man. And then she looked at you and you were like, oh, she looked at me. I was so impressed that she looked at me. Oh, and, and, go on, go on, go on. Holly Willoughby spoke to me before. In the corridor of the TV studios. Yes. And you were like, <gasps> I could, I literally couldn't reply. Yeah, well, you might meet her again soon. Yay. Hey, um, I can't think of a woman. So um, for now, I'm just going to say Michael Jackson. Yes. Michael Jackson, Elvis and the Rat Pack. It's who I'm going with there. Uh, but that could be interchanged at some point. I'll get back to it. Imagine going for a dinner party with Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean, actually, I don't Tash, know. I don't know. I'm a huge wrestling fan, so I could fill it with five wrestlers and be just as happy. <laughs> not not as happy as being with the Rat Pack. No. That'd be a dream. Don't be ridiculous. Do you know the Rat Pack or Frank Sinatra was at the Royal Albert Hall in my lifetime? What? Think about that. So the Royal Albert Hall is 45 minutes from my house. Yes. Frank Sinatra is my lifetime here. Like, he's, he's, I can't. When was he there? Um, I'll let you know. Yeah, in your lifetime. Tash, like 1994? So what? I'm not guessing that. You would have been small. You wouldn't have even known. Don't even, don't even worry about that. My mum yes. could have stood at the stage door. Yeah. I mean, obviously it would have been carnage. But there, got a picture of you and him. There's legitimately a chance... Oh, that it could have happened. ...that I could have seen Frank Sinatra at the Royal wow. Albert Hall. That's mad, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I had tickets for Michael Jackson when he was meant to be doing his This Is It tour. Yeah. They said to me, do you want a hologram? Um, I'll have a, a refund. Hologram? Yeah. A hologram card, limited edition. No, instead of going to see him for real. I know, he would have been insane though. Yeah. Okay, another question. We've only got a couple more. I'm sorry, I was losing the page looking for the women. Um, This is the last one, Tash. Fab. It says, what magic do you watch on telly? Actually, we've kind of covered that earlier. Not a lot, really. We watch Fallers. We watch all of Darren stuff and Copperfield. Um, Quite a lot of magic, actually, but we don't really watch the sort of the contestant shows. Um. And that is 
I will tell you, I like to watch The Good Place on Netflix. Oh, you love The Good Place? I love it. Right, there is a programme which I've not seen on Netflix that we'll talk about next week. Write that down in your notes. Okay. It's called Don't With Cats. I think I mentioned that in a couple of episodes ago. Right, well, I went for a pint yesterday with my cousin and he said, mate, I've watched a lot of stuff in my life. But you have to see this program because yes. it's going to blow your mind. I briefly mentioned it, so I think you should watch it and we'll have a discussion. Right. Guys, thank you so much. It's our longest episode. Um, we just love a chat. Yeah, so, and thank you for sending in your questions. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Next week, we're going to go from live from Vegas. Uh, we'll be in our hotel looking over the strip. <gasps> yes! Um, just one thing before we go. We do appreciate your time. Your time is precious and valuable and you spent an hour of it with us. Whether you're on your way to work or coming back, whatever you're doing, we do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Do us one favour, if you will, and that is subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow and a five-star review in podcast land apparently means the world. So if you could do that, we'd really appreciate it. I'm Matthew Pomeroy. I'm Natasha Lamb. And this again was episode six of Not Not A Normal Normal Life. Life.